Hey guys, Willie Mayette, creator of Jazz Edge, and welcome to episode 49 of the Confident Improviser podcast. So, as you can hear, we got some cool stuff to deal with today. So today, I'm going to show you a new blues piano improvisation trick. Right, this is a way of adding your bell tones to your solo, which I can tell you, this will turn heads. We're always trying to figure out a way of having our solo stand out, and we're trying to figure out ways of being able to build up our solo. Well, guess what? This is it. All right, so let's dig right in here. Um, so uh, what I have here is I have the sheet music written out for you. All right, I'll explain to you in a few minutes how you can grab this sheet music. But let's just dig in here a little bit closely, and I'm going to show you what's going on. So. First of all, notice the left hand, I'm playing my rootless chord voicing, okay? So right here in the left hand, this is all my C7 rootless chord voicing. Now, uh, what I'm doing here is I'm adding some rhythm to this rootless chord voicing, right? So, D ba 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 ba, two, three, four, D ba 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 ba. And before I go on, what I want to do is I just want to play what I actually have written here because in the beginning I was kind of messing around a little bit and not exactly playing what's here. So let me play what's here. I'm going to leave this on the screen for you so you could see it and I'm going to play through the entire thing for you. So that's what we have there. So now let's dig into it a little bit further. Like I said, the left hand is playing that rootless chord voicing, and I'm just adding some rhythm to the left hand. Now, which rhythm should I use, Willie? You can use whatever rhythm you want, all right? So you do want to make sure you don't play too much. Like I want to go. It's probably going to be a little bit too much there, right? A lot of times what you do is if you're, if you're trying to build up that solo, it's great to add in some of that syncopation, right? So listen to what happens if I play this. Uh, I'm not going to play this. I'm just going to improvise. Listen to what happens when I improvise and I'm not using syncopation. Listen to how that sounds. It sounds a little bit boring, doesn't it? It's not a bad place to start, but it sounds a little bit boring and ultimately we want to have something that's a little bit more interesting. So what's happening here is you notice that we end up playing the downbeat, but then the rest of it is all upbeat. So it's D ba 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 ba. Now if you need help with rhythm, take a look at my Rhythm Essentials course. You could find that back on my jazzedge.com website. It's a bunch of rhythms there this being one of them, I'm sure, and then you can, you know, uh, 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 get sheets of plenty of other rhythms that you can try. All right, so anyway, D-ba-ba-ba-ba. So try saying that with me. It's D-ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba, ba, two, three, four. D-ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba, 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 ba. Two, three, four. D-ba-ba-ba-ba. Ba, ba. right, so that's that first rhythm. The next rhythm here on the F7, not that difficult, just D-ba-ba. Ba, 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 right? And we're doing this 
anticipation here that we already did on that D flat seven chord, okay? So that D flat seven chord, you can just go back to the previous couple of podcast episodes if you need help with that chord or that rhythm. So this rhythm here is D bop ba, D bop bop ba. Okay, let's try it. Try it with me. I'll do it two times. One, two, ready, go. D bop ba, D bop ba ba. One, two, try it again. D bop ba, a D bop ba ba. Okay. All right. So now, the last, uh, uh, or the third line, I should say. Notice all I'm doing here is I'm just comping. This is exactly the same thing we did in the uh, last podcast episode. That same thing with this right here. The only thing that's different is when we get to the G7 chord, ooh, let me fix that. When we get to that G7 chord, we are rolling the chord. That's what this squiggly line means right there. So when we get there, we just, just roll that chord. And then hit the G flat seven, and then roll the F7 chord, and then hit the D flat, and then back to. And then on this last one, I roll that one as well. All right, so now let's talk about what's going on in the right hand. What notes am I choosing in the right hand? All of these notes are all based off of my C blues scale. Remember, C blues scale, C, E flat, F, F sharp, G, B flat, and C, okay? That's my C blues scale. Now, rather than playing it as a single note, Rather than doing that, oh, and by the way, I'm sorry, my piano sound might be sounding a little bit weird. Let me do this, though. That should sound better. All right, good. All right, sometimes when I have this software up, it kind of has like an echoey effect to it. But it's kind of good because it has kind of a honky-tonk piano sound, which, which kind of works for this blues sound. Anyway, that's off now. All right, so the right hand, I'm using that C blues scale. Uh, I could also use the C minor pentatonic as well. That just is the same notes as the C blues scale, just leaving off that F sharp, all right? Leaving off the, uh, the sharp four or flat five there, okay? All right, so in the right hand, rather than playing single note, I am instead doing them as bell tones. And then that's the first trick. The second trick is the rhythm that I'm doing in the right hand, I am copying, copying that same rhythm to the left hand. Otherwise, I would get this. You know, something like that. And then that's fine, there's nothing wrong with that, but if I really wanna kinda of goose this thing and I really wanna like build up the intensity, when I, when I, when I really bring in that left hand as well, it really supports the rhythm and supports what it is that I'm doing with the right hand and really has a nice way of cutting through the bands, all right? Um, now, bear in mind when you're playing this, do not bang, you know what? You don't want to be thinking driving down heavy. Instead, think about plucking at these octaves. Again, it's that grab technique. Ba, 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 ba. And then this one right here, when you get to that chord, if you want to roll it, sure, why not? Any of those chords you hold, you can roll them out. I would suggest not rolling every chord, though, because it's going to sound a little bit contrived if you roll every single chord. All right? All right, so... Um, and then again, when we move to the F7 chord, G, B flat, C, right? It's all built off of that C blues scale. Remember, we use the C blues scale over all of the chords of the blues. We do not switch to an F blues scale when we get to the four chord. We still stay on that C blues scale, all right? And then, like I said, 
a lot of comping in here, and the rest of this is comping, right, what we've already done, and then we come back and we do this same pattern at the end here. Why did I repeat this at the end? I repeated this at the end because it just added some structure to this kind of solo-y kind of song, right? So I have this right here at the beginning, and I have it again here at the end. So it's a nice way that I can provide some structure. You can think of it as like kind of bookends, right? All right, so anyway, let's go through. I'm gonna play the whole thing again. I'm going to do it at 100 beats per minute, okay? And then I'll go through and I'll do it at 120, all right? So you can try playing along with. I understand the sheet music is small here. If you wanna grab the sheet music for this lesson, just go back to jazzedge.com slash tritone. The music is free, and you can also click on that card that just popped up in YouTube. You can get the sheet music that way as well, all right? All right, so, and then you can print it off and it's yours to keep. All right, so here we go. Let's play this. trying to think about what I want to tell you here and I'm messing up the notes. So what I wanted to say to you is uh, you want to make sure that dynamically you think about how you want to shape this as well. So notice how I'm not playing everything at the same dynamic level, right? I'm kind of shaping it like right? You could kind of hear that all of the notes are not played at the same volume. So uh, listen to that and try uh, copying that as well. All right, here we go. this it's such a great sound all right so now let's go through and we'll play it a little bit faster we'll do it at 120 all right here we go whoops again.
again on the G. F, C. Do this again. Have fun. Do you see how I'm playing what's written there? Or pretty much playing what's written there, right? And then I'm branching off and doing something else. I'll come back to playing what's written there. Notice how I'll also take what's written and then move up an octave. This is the essence of learning jazz piano, right? Especially anything improvisational based. You have to be willing to try, to take chances, to fail. You'll see that every now and again I hit the wrong note as well because a lot of times I'm used to playing this stuff, not necessarily reading it, and when I have to read it exactly like because I'm teaching it to you, sometimes I make a mistake. I want you to see that because do you notice how when I make a mistake, I still keep going, right? That's the first thing. Second thing, I laugh it off, right? Even though I'm recording this, I know it's going to be there, it's going to be on the internet, and you can write comments about how what a terrible player I am. I don't care, right? Because I just moved on. That's what you want to do. When you make that mistake, you just keep moving on. All those people, they're going to write their comments and say all their, like, whatever baloney they want to say. I don't give a darn about that, all right? All I care about is expressing myself. And you'll hear that in the playing. You hear the passion, right? That's what you're looking for. Don't worry about the mistakes. You're always going to make mistakes, right? Unless you're not a human being, you're going to make mistakes. So when you're trying this stuff, take what's here, read what's here, but then try branching out. See how I came right down that blues scale? Isn't that a cool sound? I love that sound. fun with it. Get that real nice big Gene Harris kind of sound in there. All right. So anyway, that's it for this podcast episode. If you enjoyed it, uh, hey, do me a favor. Subscribe to the channel, like the video, turn on notifications, and most of all, leave your comments. Let me know. Am I on the right track? Do you like these lessons? Is there something you have questions on? Is there another topic you would like me to do a podcast episode on? I take all of those comments very much. I read all of them and they shape what it is that I do because you let me know what do you need help with, all right? I got a vast amount of knowledge that I can share with you. Let me know what, what knowledge you want me to share with you, all right? Uh, also, be sure, check out Jazz Piano Daily. If you like these, uh, these uh, lessons, Jazz Piano Daily are great daily jazz piano lessons. Short, concise, there's music, it's free. Check it out, jazzpianodaily.com. You'll also see the Jazz Piano Daily playlist like I told you as well. All right, so anyway, that's it for me. Thanks, guys, so much for joining me, and I'll see you in the next podcast episode.